imagine if in my mind that was normal. And then Taryn and I go on to have children. And that same thing gets passed down. Maybe it's at an even younger age because I was like, well, I ended up fine. What's the big deal? Not to make this about Kevin and I, this is about you. Have you become aware of what your quote unquote normal was that wasn't actually normal? And what are the implications of that? Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 1000. Are you asking yourself the hard questions? And there was a lot of tears that flew in that episode, so I hope you shared our love for that episode, probably my favorite one we've ever done today. For episode number 1001, don't pass your traumas on to others. So I think it's an important understanding that we all have junk and we all have things that happen to us, but that doesn't mean we have to give it to somebody else. Alan and I, we've talked a lot about our pasts and you know we've had many guests on here who have talked about their pasts, but one of the through lines is the work that we are doing and the guests have been doing and we're trying to raise your awareness to is making sure that you do not allow those circumstances to go on to the next generation or to your friends and family or to your partner, whatever it may be. I remember, and I've told Alan this story and looking back, it's a wild story, all things considered, but it it's very appropriate for this episode. So when I was 14, I think I was 14, maybe 15, a buddy of mine and myself played in a championship baseball game. We ended up losing the game, but my buddy's dad comes into the room with a six-pack of Budweiser Tall Boys. <laughs> so 16-ounce, 18-ounce, I don't know how big they are. 24, I think, or, or 16. Whatever yeah. they are. More than any 15-year-old should be drinking. And a Girls Gone Wild DVD. And literally said, hey, man, or hey, guys. I'm proud of you. You played your hearts out. You have done really well this season. Have a good night. And at the time, it was like, this is awesome. This is the best night ever. <laughs> I cannot believe this is actually happening. Now, again, the story is funny, and it's appropriate for this episode, but I think that we don't see those things as potential traumas. We don't know what's happening in the moment until we reflect on them later. And in the moment, it's cool to say, yeah, I, you know, I had a lot of family or I had a lot of friends whose families would let us party. That was really cool. That's awesome. But then you play that out 5, 10, 15, 20 years into the future and you realize, oh, I didn't, I didn't know that that family was kind of filled with alcoholics. I didn't realize that. I didn't know that. What is normal oftentimes for us is what we experience. So we assume it's normal. And upon reflecting 
And that's why it's kind of a funny story. But really think about it. Imagine a 14-year-old, two 14-year-old boys getting way more alcohol than they need and access to minor pornography at the age of 14 years old. Just like as a present. It's like, hey, you guys are good at baseball. Strong work. You know, now imagine if in my mind that was normal. And then Taryn and I go on to have children. And that same thing gets passed down. Maybe it's at an even younger age because I was like, well, I ended up fine. What's the big deal? And then imagine that that gets passed down and that gets passed down. One of the things that I'm proud of you and I for, Alan, is because we're always trying to make sure that we don't pass on negativity to other people. And not even just our our partners and our family and our loved ones, but we try to make sure that we're effective, heart-driven leaders on the team. And you and I behind the scenes having conversations. We're always trying to make sure that we don't pass on the things about ourselves that we know are imperfect. And I think that's just an important thing. And that's where we want to go with this episode because it's heavy and it's challenging to say, look, this wasn't my fault. It's not my fault that this happened, but it doesn't mean that you can't accept responsibility to make sure that somebody else doesn't have to deal with it in the future. Again, heart-driven, but no BS. This is an important topic. And the thing is, is like, one of the hardcore examples of this, you know, you're not aware of the fact that your normal isn't necessarily normal. And especially people who are older because we didn't have the internet. So, so I'm 33 years old, and in Kevin and I's childhood, he's 32. There was a good portion of our life, a third of our life without internet for the most part. I mean, no smartphones, no no Google. I mean, I remember we were a part of, uh, in, in class, I think it was elementary school or middle school where we were using the very first Mac. Mm. And it was like, you know, Oregon Trail type of stuff. And, Huge and, fan. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I remember Google was brand new sort of back then and uh, maybe not brand new, but a decade in. And, and so you don't, now you know your normal isn't normal because you have more reference points. But remember, those reference points are digital and they're not necessarily real either. And so we live in this sort of distorted reality of like, I remember back, you know, when I was younger, you know, uh, when there was an internet, you didn't, you definitely didn't know your normal wasn't normal. My whole neighborhood, they all had bonfires, they all had parties. Um, you know, my mom and my stepdad, they would go to parties and, and, at that point, you don't really, you only have your close associations. You don't know, you've never been to other countries, you've never, you've never really traveled. So other, other than what you've seen on TV or movies in Hollywood, you don't really understand any, any perspective. And I know that a lot of people have a, a negative relationship with comparison, but I think comparison, if, if used properly, is a really good thing. You don't know that what Kevin just talked about isn't normal unless you have a different thing to compare it to. Because back then, that was all he knew. He was 14. And when you're 14, you know very little about the world and how it works and different countries and different cultures and different ethnicities. I remember when I went to college, I met so many people from all over the world. In my master's program, there was people from every country. And and I remember I would talk to these individuals and I would learn about the different cultures and I would learn about the different countries. And it helped me. How do you think outside the box when you live in one? And, and when we are born, we are all living in a box, our own small little box. And Kevin and I grew up in a small town. And so now we have a global perspective because we coach people all over the world from all different countries, Australia and Italy and Philippines. And, 
and in Asia and all of that, South Africa. And so you have all these different perspectives. So you no longer think your normal's normal. Now you kind of know your normal's not normal. And so the story that I want to tell. Hi, my name is Tim Melanson, and I have a web development agency called Creative Crew Agency. And I'm also a podcast host of the Work at Home Rockstar podcast. I met Alan a little over a year ago through my podcast. He was a guest on my podcast and we had an epic conversation and I was just really impressed with his work ethic. So I uh, decided to take him up on his 30 minute consultation and I really liked what he had to say. He was very reliant on systems, which I was in the market for a coach at the time and I was looking for something that would allow me to synergize my businesses, but make me feel like I'm actually more productive as well. And uh, I was impressed by his podcast as well. I was impressed by Kevin. And so I decided to jump on board with him. And it's been a little over a year now. My business has grown, but more importantly, I feel much less stressed and much more purposeful with uh, what I'm doing in the direction that I'm going. So I definitely highly recommend Alan. If you're looking for some accountability, if you're looking for some tools, then look him up, take him up on this consultation. Thank you so much, bye. I've been very transparent on this podcast about some of my challenges with alcohol growing up. And while a lot of it in hindsight wasn't quote unquote my fault, and this story will make that clear, it was my responsibility to do something about it. So I had an older sister who was three years older than me. And I remember I was 14 years old and me and my friend uh, Kiki, shout out to Kiki, we were at a party and my sister, uh, so I grew up on a lake and we had a bonfire and we had a party house. And so my sister was older and my sister always hung out with older friends. And so my sister would have these parties, these really big bonfire summer parties with guys and girls in their 20s, 21, 22, 23. I remember some people 25, 26. We also had neighbors. Um, So one of my close neighbors had older brothers and their older brothers would come and they'd bring their friends, right? I'm pretty sure some people were like in their 30s at some of these parties. And so I'm 14, right? So I'm just the little little brother at this point. And I remember Kiki and I were, were poured a, a couple shots of wild turkey. And for those of you who don't know, wild turkey is a pretty intense um, whiskey. And we were ripping shots of wild turkey at 14 years old with people in their 20s. And I didn't really know that that wasn't normal. I thought it was so cool at the time, just like you did with the tall boys and the girls gone wild. You were like, oh, this is awesome. 14-year-old boy, right? This is the perfect night. And so here I am with Kiki, and we're ripping shots at Wild Turkey. And my sister is 18, 17, 18 at the time, and she's hanging out with 21-year-olds plus. And so there's this rager, you know, at my house, and it's a bonfire. And it it looks really fun on the surface. And it was really fun. So I take nothing from that. We had a blast. I'm not trying to like hate on everybody or anything like that. We had a lot of fun. And I think that's important to say. But at the end of the day, I'm 14, about to be 15 years old. And I'm taking shots of wild turkey. And so if that's normal, where do I go from there? And I remember when I first got to college, Kev, I know we got to go soon. I remember a lot of the kids that went to WPI, Worcester Polytechnic Institute is a tech school for the new listeners and viewers. And I remember a lot of them had never partied before. A lot of my roommates in college and stuff, I was at Sanford Riley 
you know, Riley one is what we called it. And a lot of them had never drank before because we're still underage. I mean, at this point, we're 19 or so years old, but I had been drinking for a couple of years at this point. Obviously you had two brother and I had experimented and explored and I had partied a lot and I was around it a lot. So it became normal. And when I got to college, I remember there was some students who they had never drank before. And I, I had, and they were like brand new to it and they kind of went nuts. And a lot of them went off the rails because they had such strict rules at home that when they got to college and they were quote unquote free, they did some really reckless, dangerous things. And I'm not saying that I was a saint either, but at least I kind of understood the nuances of how to party for lack of better phrasing at this point. So there's pros and cons to all of this, but here's my point. 14 years old, my normal is bonfires with 21 year olds plus. And I continued to host parties, you know, in high school. And then I hosted, I went to parties in high school. And then I also hosted parties when I was in college at home and in college. And I was in a fraternity and all that. And so you don't realize that this is happening, but all of a sudden you're in your early twenties and you're drinking too much and too often. And you don't understand that that's not normal. And now a lot of your friendships are built on drinking because and having fun because you were focused on drinking and having fun. My paradigm was achievement, friends, and fun. And at 26, I shifted all of that into personal growth and personal development. But the reason I struggled with drinking, is it because I am Irish and German and those cultures and ethnicities tend to struggle with drinking? Is it because I grew up in an environment that had a lot of drinking from a young age? Is it because my normal was that? Is it because I'm somehow inherently bad? Again, these are the things to contemplate here and how not to pass your traumas on to others. And here I am, 1,069, when I calculated this, 1,069 days, 2.93 years. So I'm coming up on three years sober. I remember my last drink and it was three summers ago in Westerly, Rhode Island, and I'll never forget it. And so here I am sober and more peak performing than I ever have been in my entire life. But for a long time there, I struggled with alcohol. And so alcohol was my kryptonite and I overcame my kryptonite. And I know Kev, he's been open and honest about the porn addiction thing and how that's been a kryptonite of yours. And in hindsight, it's pretty clear why those were things. Yeah, for sure. Right? And and so not to make this about Kevin and I, this is about you. Have you become aware of what your quote-unquote normal was that wasn't actually normal? And what are the implications of that? I mean, you know, if you've been playing football since you were, you know, seven years old, I'm sure football's very normal. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe you'll end up in the NFL. But there's pros and cons to every normal, and I think it's really important to analyze your past and and realize that just because it's all you knew doesn't mean it's all there is. Next level nation, we got to hop off because Kevin has a podcast in one minute. As you can see, if you're watching this on YouTube, group coaching number seven starts July 12th. If you're not watching this, that is a fact. And group coaching starts July 12th. Our seventh round is going to be the best one for sure. So if you want to be the most consistent, fulfilled version of yourself, please feel free to join us. We are already roughly halfway sold out. And we also have payment plans to make things more affordable. Tomorrow for episode number 1002, last week's live 
podcast, What We Wish We Knew About Dream Chasing. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at Alazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.